Today is November 10th, 2020. This is episode 75 of Back to Normal, so let's get started. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about onboarding a new employee during a pandemic. Um, The reasons for this should be obvious. Um, I think I've even mentioned it in the past episode, Um, but I have a new employee as of yesterday um, working as my direct report. Um, Actually, I want to just riff a little bit on um, a take a small tangent. What do you call somebody? I'm looking, I'm honestly looking for feedback on this. Um, What do you call somebody? who is what's like what's the opposite of supervisor because subordinate sounds like it technically would be the right word but it sounds really derogatory for some reason um i've heard the word employee but like the federal government employs them i'm they're not really my employee and yeah i don't have a good word for for this so i'm i'm curious what the what the word is other than like i use the phrase direct report for someone who reports to me um I'm I'm curious if there's if somebody has a good word that's better than subordinate for somebody that's the opposite of your supervisor, like you're their supervisor. Um, so yes, uh, this is the first time I've ever had a direct report, and so I'm. This is kind of brand new for me. I I've never onboarded anybody onto a job ever, and so to do it the first time when you physically can't be near them at all to be able to like help with things or like get to the bottom of of any issues or anything like that is really weird um so for example one of the things that we encountered yesterday morning uh was that she was having a technical issue with her um multi-factor authentication key and it's like i mean i can think of five or six things that could be wrong but i'm not like i can't just try them out with you there uh it just doesn't work And one of the things about onboarding not in a pandemic is that we wouldn't even need this key. This would be something that you could set up like on your own time over the first couple of weeks. And like eventually you'd have it working and it'd be fine because you only need it when you're not in the office. And under normal circumstances, that would be a relatively rare thing. And um, but in a pandemic, it's every day. So you need it to work on the first day or you're not going to be able to access all our systems. Um, so this is kind of, that was a big difference and, and I think will continue to be a big difference. Another big difference, um, like another thing for me that it, this just kind of isn't a difference between onboarding during a pandemic. Um, it's just something that comes up, but it reminds me of when I first started in government, which is just when you start a new government job, I think this is true probably across countries, across provinces, whatever government you're working for. There's just a ton of acronyms. There are so many things in a government system and every one of them has a name and every one of those names is really long and so every one of those things needs an acronym and it can be incredibly overwhelming i tried my best yesterday to be really conscious of this and so anytime i would say an acronym i tried really really hard to say it out even though like one of the programs that i run that i manage at ncirc is called ctrms which the acronym stands for Collaborative and Thematic Resources Support for Mathematics and Statistics. And that acronym is a mouthful. And the only reason that I know it is because I have spent three or four years working on the program. And so I have memorized it because sometimes you need to just be able to recite it rather than saying the Math Stats Institute's program. Um, The current, we're actually changing program names to be much simpler, but um, CTRMS is going to be stuck in my head forever. That CTRMS and the the name of it is just going to be stuck. The other thing about starting a new government job, and this is probably true of most jobs, but I think it's even more true of government jobs, is just there are so many systems. There's databases. There are different kind of 
um, grant management software. There's different kinds of web services and that kind of thing that you need to be trained on, um, especially as a program assistant. Most of their job is like manipulating these databases and and um, uploading things and downloading things and and just moving pieces of information around, basically. And like all of these systems are relatively complicated because they need to be because it's a very advanced, like it's a modern grant program. You need to be able to capture all this information. Um, and along with all of those systems and all of those acronyms, because all those acronyms stand for something and you need to know about it. Um, there's just a ton of background reading, like just a ton. And I think as people who have worked in government for a while, my, my colleagues, um, you kind of get used to all the information that you have in your brain. But when I, like yesterday, I spent probably about 45 minutes just kind of going over all the programs and like giving a brief overview, giving, showing all the systems, all that kind of thing, um, a long time. And I'm just like, I'm reciting all this information, just like pouring out of me that I already didn't even realize that I had inside of me, that there was just so much. And it's, it's fascinating to, like I said, I'm, I was looking back, like casting my mind back to when I was first starting and how just overwhelming it seemed and trying to put myself in their shoes to to empathize with the fact that there's just such a massive information dump on that first day. Um, it's yeah, it's really fascinating because one of the things one of the funny things um, about government jobs is that the interviews are conducted by a panel usually at least they are an NSERC. i'm not sure exactly if it works the same way in every department um but the interviews are conducted by a panel and so i actually had did not participate in um in this hiring panel i didn't interview this person um we basically met for the first time last week before we were starting um because they were picked by the selection process and so like the first thing after we kind of introduced ourselves and and um they met the group um, I didn't like, I got a chance to finally w really work with this person for the first time. And it's very interesting trying to, cause normally in an, when you interview somebody or when you put them through a hiring process, you personally know what they're like by the end of it or know, have a sense of what they're like. Um, you know, what, kind of what their work is like, but like the first stage of the interview, the first stage of the interview process is like a written test as you can get a sense of what their skills are and how they approach a problem and how they solve it. And so I trust the system. So I trust that it works. Um, but it kind of feels like the first, the very first task I gave them to do um, feels kind of like an interview question. And I'm, I'm like almost, I'm not intentionally leaving gaps to be like, I could explicitly say exactly how I want this to be laid out. I could even like build a template and say like, put the information in to this document in this way and like be really explicit about it. Um, but I kind of want to get a sense of how they actually work. And so it feels, it felt honestly to me yesterday when I was doing this, I was like intentionally needing to leave out details to be like, I want to see how you do this. Um, it doesn't need to be how I need it. Like I, I, I know how I would do it in a certain specific way, um, but I want to see how you would do it. And like, so you're basically trying to get a sense of, I'm basically replicating that portion of the interview where like, can you solve this problem on your own? And like, come to me if you need help, by all means, because I know this is like, it's a little overwhelming. There's a lot of information, um, but like, I need you to go like <laughs> you need to leave the nest, flap your wings, all that stuff. And so I'm, I'm really curious to see how that plays out over time. Um, like I said, I've never onboarded anybody. So I am new to that process and it's possible I didn't give them enough information to actually do it what I needed. So we'll see.
Um, but it was, it's a very interesting process and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited and it does feel it's interesting because a lot of the things that the tasks that I do, um, I didn't have any direct reports before. Um, but we did have, there are two program assistants on our team that act as direct reports to other people. Um, but technically they are supposed to share some of the work. Um, like I'm supposed to delegate work to them. Um, but I often feel bad about it because they're, they have lots of work on their own programs that they, the, the main programs that they do. And I am pretty efficient at doing that kind of work that they, that program assistants typically do. Uh, I had been one for a little over a year and um, in this job and a couple of years in other jobs. And so I know what you need to do. And that means that I got pretty efficient at it and like mentioning, you know, this is how I would do it. Um, but I need to see how you would do it. Um, it's often quicker for me with those kinds of tasks rather than explaining, cause I, if I want it done in a specific way, rather than spending like an hour or so explaining exactly what I want, it's faster to just do it myself and I can be done with it and, and, you know, it's taken care of. Um, so I'm going to be interested to see how I'm able to delegate kind of, inf um, tasks and things like that, depending on what my needs are at the time. Cause obviously I, during in this pandemic, I've been spending a lot of time trying to figure out how our competition's going to run. So I've I've been busy with other things, and so I'm I'm curious to see how that's going to go and what the balance is going to be like. Um, yeah. So that's basically it for now. Um, this is a fascinating time for me. I'm learning a lot, and I'm sure I'm going to continue to learn. Um, I'm going to leave it there for now, but I'll update you if things change, if I get any interesting updates, um, that kind of stuff. But otherwise. Thank you very much for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye.